Let us turn to John chapter 1. John, John chapter 1. Remember that um, in the last uh, devotional that I shared, we saw that John the Baptist was bearing record that Jesus was the Son of God. Um, now we are going to continue to see what happens after that. And hopefully our eyes will be drawn to Christ. Um, this is something very short, uh, very pointed. Uh, so let's read chap John chapter 1, starting from verse 35 through verse 42. So we said that John was very record. And then again, the next day after John stood, uh, and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. And two and the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following, and said unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother Simon and said unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted, the Christ. Verse 42. And he brought him to Jesus, and when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation, a stone. Amen. So uh, in this text, um, I want to bring out verse 42, which is very, very special text in many ways. Um, what we just read is the moment where two of John's disciples go and follow Jesus for the first time. We're transitioning from John bearing record that this is the Lamb of God to people actually following Jesus for the first time. And it is interesting. Why is this verse so special? The whole narrative of the disciples who first find Christ seems to be leading to this moment. Two unnamed disciples find Christ. And then one of the two unnamed disciples turns out to be Andrew. And the writer adds there in verse uh, 41. Uh, sorry, 40. Yes, 41. Uh, oh, sorry, I lost my, my track here. Andrew, the writer adds that he was Simon Peter's brother. Then says that he found him, his own brother, Simon, and told him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted to Christ. So Andrew tells his brother, we have found the Messiah. Come. And this is where the verse gets very special. All of this has been leading up to this. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas. So Cephas means uh, stone. 
And why a stone? Why Peter? Some say that this talks about his character, uh, a stiff temper, a resolute man, uh, someone who is steadfast, solid, one that would later strengthen his brethren, uh, one who would later support other disciples. Um, the way he will be sort of leader among the disciples, but also a lively stone built up a spiritual house in his role in the church. And Jesus knew all of this. So Peter has just met his Lord and Savior incarnated. In this very verse, he doesn't know yet all that will follow after this. Simon doesn't know the full meaning of his new name, Peter. He doesn't know that he will both betray the Savior and give his own life to the Savior until death. He doesn't know all the thousands of people that he will see added to the future church. He doesn't know Christ will turn upside down his views on Jews and Gentiles. The man he met in the very first chapter of the book of John in this very verse will restore him and beat him, feed my sheep in the very last chapter of the book of John. And it is amazing to think all that Christ knows that will happen in between those two chapters, the very first and the very last chapter. And on the other hand, Jesus, Peter's Lord and Savior, has been incarnated and has just met Peter personally. I think that it is very special that it would be special for God himself to love someone from all eternity, elect them, know them fully, be incarnated, and met that, meeting that person personally uh, in, in the flesh and blood. Um, I don't know all that happens there, but I think it, there's something very special about it, especially when he says that he beheld. Um, it says that he looks at him and uh, he says, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas. And Christ already knows everything. John Gill, for example, says that he now looked upon him, of Peter, with a look of love, of complacency and delight. He has seen before all eternity in the Father's decree and will for Peter all that will happen. Um, because as they say, as it is that he declares the end from the beginning. So this is true for the life of Peter. He knows the role Peter will have in the church. He knows everything. And yet he loves him and will give his life for him uh, shortly and not many years after this meeting. And so later as well, he, uh, Peter will confess Thou art uh, the Christ, the son of the living God. So just as Jesus said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, Peter later will say, Thou art Christ, the son of the living God. So Peter will receive more and more light about who Christ is as time passes by. But at this verse 42, he doesn't know that. He doesn't has no idea the man he just met and how that man will change his life. 
And so what about us? What about you and me? I think that you and I are, as it were, just feeding Christ in this early, in this earthly uh, life. And it is very early for us to know all that will happen. Like Peter, we don't know how much we have yet to know about our Lord Jesus. We don't know all the conversions that we will see. Uh, some of us don't know even how we could fail and fall yet, nor the abundant grace that will sustain us and restore us. Some of us don't know if we'll be persecuted and killed for Christ's sake. We just don't know. We can't say, oh, well, things will stay the way they, they are forever. Peter just met Christ here in three years in a span of something like that, uh, his whole life will turn upside down, and you and I don't know either what will happen in three years. So we need to remember that Jesus beheld us too. He says, yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. And we can say with the psalmist as well, thou hast possessed my reins, and thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. He beheld us. And he called us by our name. He saved us and he knows all that will come our way. And the purpose of this special verse here is to show the special relationship Christ has to each one of us. That personal relationship where he, he knows us and knows everything that will happen between the time we first met him and the time we will meet him there in glory. So I just hope that this will help us pray better and trust him more and love him more. And just that this will draw us to see Christ as that man that will turn our lives all the way around. And uh, just like Peter, um, that he will say to us, feed my sheep, serve me. Amen.